0: Blob Talk Radio.
1: Boxes, boxes, boxes. Boxes, boxes, boxes. Tune in to Outsiders Boxing
2: Podcast where they only gonna give you the realest talking. Boxing, boxes.
1: boxing, boxing, boxing. Outsiders Boxing Podcast coming
2: to you live quarantine day number 33, I believe, something like that. But other than the numbers aside of that, it is, (coughs) oh, excuse me. It is April 13th, 2020. It's some dog days, man. Some real dog days out here. I can't deny. But most people are feeling a certain type of way about it. For me, I'm not really um, too much affected by it. Contrary to popular belief, Around here, that says that I like to go out and get wild, and will makes up fake stories about me tweeting at five in the morning. Couldn't be further from the truth. Um, I've been doing great, man. I haven't been worried too much uh, about this whole stay-at-home bullshit. You know, um, it's been it's been good times for me. I've been I've been enjoying the uh, the free time, so to speak, here at the house. Get back to a little bit of my roots save some money. Uh, that helps me out with uh dealing with this fucking car and shit like that. But, but um <clears throat> no nah, man, all is good in the neighborhood around this way. Um just got done. Had a how to run after work. Yep, still working. Still slaving for the man. Uh and uh yeah man, it's been all good. Uh just here at the house. Was talking to the guys, um missed out on the podcast that came out this weekend, actually two of them, uh, from my man JP, uh, the Relatively Black and Fat podcast, they had a really good show. The new ESPN out there, um, with the NFL being more, and also with the fantasy producer matchup with Dre vs. Diddy, um, some pretty good shit there that I was listening to this morning. Do yourself a favor and go check that out, give him a, a rating review and all that good stuff. Um But, yeah, man, um, I'm just here. Uh, It it is Monday, you know. Um, Usually Monday is is a day that uh, a lot of of America complains about. Um, Not so much for me. I feel like Mondays are expected. When you have Sunday, a whole day with no football and things like that consuming, especially no sports right now, nothing consuming, you have nothing to get in the way of a good day of preparation So normally for me Monday is a good day It's Tuesdays That I really don't care for Because they're so far From the weekend And you know I feel like it's just Monday's whore sister If you ask me um, But yeah man it's It's been um, It's been uh, 33 days of this This uh, This uh, academic As Floyd Mayweather Would call it 33 days of this uh, Global pandemic Is what I would call it And um, I couldn't I couldn't tell you one thing I miss more than just going to the gym, man. I don't, I don't care about the bar scene and seeing a bunch of stink ass people that are in this city and, and all that kind of stuff, you know, keep a small circle as it is anyway. Um, just been, uh, chilling low here at the crib and getting my rank up on Warzone call of duty and, uh, chilling with the new boo, you know? So, um, it's all good over here. I know Will is, um, Currently got the monkey on his back, as JP said, so he'll get, be getting to us um, here in a few. And uh, I know it's been a while since I heard my voice, so if I'm, you know, giving a long um, dated story or a, a, a breakdown or intro, whatever you want to call it, it is what it is. I haven't had a, a chance to speak my, um, speak how I want to speak and what I want to speak on and all that good stuff. A whole lot of shit's been going on, man, you know? Takashi Six Nines out, and he's over on... Instagram saying why is everybody calling me a snitch. You got Tom Brady in Tampa Bay, which I find it laughable for people who don't think that he's gonna have a better season. Some of the stuff that I heard on uh, uh JP's podcast was utterly ridiculous These boys. I forget the name off the top of my head. Uh but most notable being Seattle Sun, obviously, I think he just kinda stirs things up. He's probably at home right now just throwing stuff at the ceiling. and throwing stuff at the wall, seeing if it sticks until he gets a hold of us in a group message, infamous group message that we have that he just continuously goes on um, rambling about. But I guess I got the message right here saying Willa and JP are here. So without further ado, let's take it to the, the two guys that do it the best around here and involved in this sport. We'll be going to Houston, Texas first and see what's going on with Willa. Hey, Willa Wilson, outside his boxing podcast, and it sounds good, man. How are you doing, my friend?
0: Man, doing good, man. I ain't out I ain't at uh in Houston, man. I'm out here in a place called Big Lake, Texas, where the only thing there is to eat out here is a Taco Bell and a Dairy Queen. Um, it's pretty trash out here, man, but you know, working hard for the man, gotta be blessed that I got a job. A lot of people ain't working these days, so you know, got you know, out here bullshit, man. So glad we get to talk a little boxing, man. It's been a little short. We ain't had any any sports going on, but we at least get to talk a little bit, man. It's always good to talk to the fam. Like you said, man, got to listen to that relatively fat and black podcast. Last two episodes have been tremendous. Um, You know, got to hear JP represent for the other side and try to put uh, Pete Diddy against Dr. Dre. And then he really thinks Pete Diddy won, which is, which is sort of crazy to me, but you know, that's, you know, that's neither here nor there, man. But um, also, man, Speaking of those uh, things, got to see that RZA versus Premier um, battle that came on, I guess, a couple of days ago. Man, I ain't really been catching the battles, uh, but I I heard it on the Relatively Fat and Black podcast. So, I've been chilling while these guys are out here working hard, man. I've been in the truck listening to RZA versus Premier battle, man. So, uh, that was a good one, man. Uh, (laughs) Like you said, got to see. Shout out to Chris Paul to losing to a broad yesterday on on that horse, you know. uh... I'm watching like... (laughs) I'm watching shit like Horse and, uh, you know, NBA 2K tournaments, man. So, it's get, you know, it's really bad out here, man. So, uh, yeah, shout-out to whatever boxing we got to talk about today, man, and uh, shout-out to you guys for sure.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> that's one hell of a jump into this one right here. Um, yeah, I, I just heard the first uh, uh, Saturday show that you guys had did. And um I missed out on the notification, man. Like I said, I've been I'm not gonna confirm or deny that ever since that this um stay at home thing has been going on, that whether I have got a cartridge that will help elevate my gameplay, but it's uh kinda had me locked in in the game, so to speak, like EA sports, you know what I mean? And uh it's been great. I I'm enjoying it, but uh so bad for the guys that you know, out there working while you in the truck chilling, listening to (laughs) RZA and Premier. Got it made in the shade, man. But i tell you what, though, um, you are right about that, that it is a blessing and we should be happy that we actually have a get. I don't want to say get a chance to go to work, because who the fuck wants to go to work? But at the same time, I couldn't imagine just chilling at home, waiting for my my Trump check to come in, because Lord knows that shit ain't probably going to be here for, maybe beyond when this shit's already over with and then they'll just forget about it and then put it in the shredder anyways. I don't know, but I do know one thing. Uh, nor conforming or conforming or denying the fact that I have a cart and whatever, but, bro, when I've been waking up getting ready, I've been waking up getting ready to get out the house, and I'm like, I can't wait to get home before I even walk out the front, the front fucking door, so um, just got to kick that thought and, and just remember that For those who out there are essential workers and are still putting in the work and um, getting out of your house as much as you can, uh, you know, I guess do what I'm supposed to do and just, you know, be blessed and enjoy the fact that you're still out there making money because a lot of people out out there aren't. So uh, with that said, I'll, I'll finish that up and take it to my man out in Southern California. Uh, and see what's up with JP, man. Hey, bro, JP, it's fucking starting to get hot out here, man. And I'm not a fan of it, but at the same time, uh, I don't mind it. So uh, I know Southern California's got to be looking pretty nice at this point in time, huh? Oh,
1: uh, not bad out here, a vacation spot, man. You know, it's, you can still wear your hoodie, or you can like, you know, if you really want to, you can put on your uh, tank top. You know, it's, it's, it's in between, so you, you got the option to do the truck
2: well, there. Your little,
1: your
2: little muffle, JP. <clears throat> I'm not good. Not good. Go ahead, go ahead, try it out. See how
1: it Yeah, but it, it's all good. Weather's beautiful, man. But uh, appreciate all Yeah, service. that's good. Shout out. No uh, oh, man, just really here to shoot the shit, man. We lacking entertainment out here, and entertainment world, so that's what we're here to provide today. Uh, talks and boxing, I think we just all miss talking on shit, you know, and that's what we're here to do, so let's do it man.
2: Yeah, pretty much, man. Uh, that, one of the main reasons we haven't really had a so like on the main show, is I'm looking for content to find something that's not a hypothetical, oh, this guy said this, because we had that in a possible rundown today And I was just like I, For me, I don't really like doing the whole hypothetical fight bullshit Like, if it happens, it happens If it's going to happen down the road If it's forcing someone else Then we'll talk about it, you know So this whole, like, Ryan Garcia Or not Ryan Garcia, I'm sorry uh, Devin Haney and T.F. Emo Lopez You know, were saying some shit on Twitter So, like, you know, that was one thing that could have made the show But, you know, what are we going to do about that? We're talking about That shit's for the birds, man But, um So I try to get a little Hey, man, I want to look I didn't catch you had, that. So you, re- you really didn't see it, huh?
0: No, I didn't see it. Devin Haney said he's – I mean, I know they're both in the same whatchamacallit, so, well,
2: that's a good fight. Yeah. Well, okay, look, I'll just tell Devin Haney had tweeted out saying, uh, quote, unquote, from real Devin Haney at Twitter, when you're so-called don't want to fight somebody, it's one thing. But if nobody wants to fight you, it's another thing. I will bet seven figures on myself against anybody in my division. Hashtag boogeyman. Tiafimo Lopez um, replied on a quote. So it pulls up his tweet and quotes it on very top saying, shut the fuck up, kid. Damn, you're annoying. So a little bit of clap back right there from Tiafimo Lopez. But, you know, what, what's that? Maybe uh, Tiafimo just, uh, I don't know if he's trying to stir up some shit or if he's really just getting tired of hearing. I know I would be getting tired of someone's in my weight class talking about they're the boogeyman. Willis?
0: Yeah, no, most definitely. I think uh, Devin Haney's been doing a lot of clout chasing these last couple of months, man, trying to get his name out there. So I'm sure Tia Fimo, being the guy he is, just is probably just getting tired of it. That's it.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. I no. maybe, uh, There was something that was said to the effect of, uh, on our show, I think, I'm not sure if you did or Simon, I'm not sure, but I do remember something about Devin Haney clout chasing, so this ain't the first time I've heard. Clout chasing with Devin Haney. So uh, if it, if it ain't the first time we heard or I heard it, I know it damn sure ain't the first time uh, the T.F. You know, Lopez is
1: shit coming out of Devin Haney's mouth.
2: Which hey, they, go ahead.
1: hey, uh, well, I'm gonna keep the same energy as our boy Simon likes to always say. I always get on a guy's case when they don't call out fighters, when they don't use those platforms in the ring. And put pressure Mm -hmm. on the other fighter and also give us fans that entertainment quality that, you know, boxing being a a niche sport, not like a major league, like a MLB or NBA, you're able to do things that aren't um, as of the, the company, the company code per se. So that's why we do have a WWE element in boxing. That I think should be capitalized upon, and they've been doing it with these walkouts with Deontay Wilder, and Fury. That's that WWE element that boxing, as a major tier sport, offers that the other majors don't offer. And so, I'm always advocating for dudes to jump in the ring, talk shit, you know, you know, do do what Fury did, drive up in the Lambo, hop out in a Batman costume, whatever it takes. Showing up at the press conference, you know, we've seen it guys do it a million different ways but um so i am an advocate of devin haney for just being out here just calling everybody out i'm with it you know i'd rather him be doing that than sitting back like so many fighters before oh you know whoever they put in front of me i'll fight just taking no accountability for who he wants to fight you know i fucking hate that you know, Mr. Say-Nothing, guys like Terrence Crawford and, you know, won't call out no legitimate names. or no names that can actually be had. So for Devin Haney to be calling out all these dudes now, is it wishful thinking? Has he earned it? Does he even have a real title? Is he a paper champion? All those things are up for questions. But, like I said, I'm always an advocate for those who are out there, you know, um, letting it be known who they want. I rather have it that way than the other. So, definitely in favor of Haney, uh, Fimo and them. Like man, shut up! I'm, I'm going against, you know, the boogeyman. man. I'm going. I'm. I'm going after Lomachenko. I'll talk to you later. But uh, do it, Haney. I- I'm with that. So yeah.
2: I'm sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I hear that, man. Um, I think that Pacquiao got away with doing that shit for so long that it just. I don't know if people – for sure people out there want to watch what they say because you don't want to end up falling in your own trap. But uh, I think Pacquiao made it it somewhat acceptable. Even though Pacquiao I don't think was looking to duck guys, but people can use that same type of strategy for that same kind of careful maneuvering when it comes to scheduling fights. And, um, yeah, I I hear what you're saying, JP. I just, you know, like I said, the whole – like how long have we been trying to get someone to fight like uh, Lomachenko, you know? Especially when we're talking about Haney, you know, the uh, the whole bullshit like that that gets involved with it. So it's like, uh, for me, I just kind of, I I just, uh, I'm, I'm careful. I I think before I leap and I talk before I I hop in, into the deep end of the pool. That's for sure. That's one thing I could say that I fucking thought about a lot differently from when I was a younger boxing enthusiast throughout the time. So uh, that's my only beef with it, but. um you know, that's just that. So, uh, fuck. Uh, okay, yeah. So, this, so let's get into the uh, subjects that we have at hand because uh, I can't see where they're at right now. Um, but I did have a decent memory. And one of them that I had was I was looking at a um, an article uh, from ESPN uh, that was put out uh, by Kelly Ho- Cohen, I think. And um, it was about coronavirus and social distancing will be uh, changing the way we attend sporting events in the foreseeable future. Uh, COVID-19 or Rona, whatever you want to call it. It has definitely taken an effect into uh, mainstream society and got big attention from people who probably didn't take much of it so serious. Uh, A lot of us are doing a lot of different precautionary steps. And I hate to be the dead horse over because I know we're all hearing about this shit every day and we don't really want to talk about it so much. So, But this is something that I thought would be something intriguing from my own little journalistic standpoint is how us boxing fans would be similarly affected from, um, say, 100,000 that go to the Michigan Wolverines Big House or however many fit into the new Barclays. Because as we all know, being in attendance at these fights, you don't really have the the greatest of of, uh, arms length from people. And I think that this – COVID-19 situation is going to be something that will change the way we have an outlook forever and moving forward as humans. And, and um, I've seen something Joe Rogan had posted. Everyone knows Joe Rogan, famous UFC guy, big podca- podcaster and all that. Um, he had posted something about a doctor potentially um, having, an, uh, having an idea of potential handshakes being eradicated moving forward. No more handshakes and things like that. If you imagine life without giving your boys some dab or we're just going to continue to do this, the Rona dab with your feet, uh, looking like motherfuckers are going to start a TikTok dance or something, I don't know. But I do know one thing, is that moving forward, will this change the way um, arenas uh, have their seating constructed and things like that? Or is it going to be a fucking, in your cup holder, you're going to have hand sanitizer uh, you know, in in a in Mando for every seat or something like that. I thought it was something to think about. Um, she had wrote this one on a uh, Monday, I believe, and I had this one saved over here. But uh, just a little quick rundown that she had saying that uh, when leaves come back, the fan experience at games will be different. It will be a long process and in stages. The four games resemble anything before March 2020. Over 107,000 fans can watch a game at Michigan State. And as I just mentioned, 100,000 plus at the big house in Michigan. So, I mean, hey, wearing a face mask at a ballpark um, or, you know, hand sanitizer in every aisle before you get into your seat. It's going to be something different. And I think that um, this whole whole thing is going to be something for all of us to experience one way or another, even though we're boxing fans. Will it goes to Houston Rockets games on the the regular, Um, you know, football games, all that stuff. It's going to be different, man. So I thought it was something worth speaking about on what we could see happening in the future. As for where we're at in boxing, the newest venue we have or new arena we have is uh, T-Mobile. And, you know, Vegas, I know they're they're pushing them out like that. You know, they still got the old Thomas and Mack Center and all that bullshit. But eventually T-Mobile is going to be what MGM is right now to T-Mobile. So, Will, I start this one off with you. Um, being an engineer yourself, I'm sure you can look at this in a different way uh, for most people. But moving forward in all sporting events, do you think that we will have a major change, um, which would be in all sports, including boxing, as far as fan experience from seeing, entering, and exiting the venue?
0: Yeah, man, I mean uh as we go forward with this we're gonna we're gonna see a lot of changes. Like they said, I think they're gonna start with, you know, no nobody in the arena. Um as we saw what this weekend we were supposed to have, you know, UFC was talking about having UFC, I don't know what number it was, but uh Tony Ferguson was supposed to fight yes, they were supposed to fight somebody, but um, you know, they had they canceled that. And you know, they were looking to fight with nobody in the stands. But when whenever Sports gets back, I think that's first thing we're going to have no nobody in the stands for a while you know um and then i think they're going to start working people in slowly slowly but surely um will we ever get back to to the regular how we used to i don't know man it's gonna it depends if we get that vaccine i think we'll be all right but uh you know it'll take a while for us to get that vaccine so you know we might be we might see people where you know it's three or four seats in between everybody you can only get you know, I guess you can only be there with your family, uh, family sections or something like that, man, but it's hard it's it's gonna be hard to tell, man. It's gonna be very, very um, interesting to see exactly how, how this plays out because like you said, you know, social distancing is the, the thing that's keeping us keeping people alive, you know, keeping the older people alive, people that are sick, but you know, you don't we don't wanna spread that to them, so who knows, man. This it's a good question. I don't see Boxing being as exciting with people just fighting, you know, with nobody in in there, you know, but and I don't know how they can make as much money, you know, putting everything on pay per view. People aren't gonna wanna wanna pay to see, you know, some whack fight. So, you know, who knows, man? I don't. It's gonna be very interesting, but from the from the foreseeable future, I don't see any time this year. If it does, if we do start the, uh, you know, the nation back up, I don't see any anybody playing in front of large crowds you know especially next year football the big house i don't see one hundred seven thousand people being able to sit in the same um stadium anytime soon
2: goddamn mute button messing with me on my phone um no i hear you bro i hear you um damn it's really gonna be like that with no fans you know um I know, Willa, you watch wrestling sometimes on occasion. JP, I'm not so sure if you're so uh, much up on the wrestling days nowadays. But um, I found it kind of interesting, as Willa was speaking about um, no fans in attendance. Wrestling has been continuously having their their two sh- uh, live shows during the week without fans, and they just had WrestleMania, which is the Super Bowl of wrestling, in um, and, and their event. And I've seen earlier today posted by... Um, at Boxing House on Instagram. It's the WWE Halls of WrestleMania 36 as the most social event in history, pre-recorded, closed event records at 96, 967 million video views and 46 hours of content consumption. So, um, seems like Vince McMahon's a little bit uh, ahead of the curve as far as, well, it's not really ahead of the curve, but it's the best you could do for now. Um, But, Going into breaking records, man, that's uh its a different record with a uh, nine hundred and sixty-seven million. I couldn't even say the fucking number right, but um, I, it's what we have to work with now. You heard Skip and Shannon this morning talking about a goddamn horse game going on yesterday with NBA players. So um, I I didn't think that it would come to to this, but we're we're pretty much looking through all avenues of how to move forward, and I figured that this one would be something to think about. Um, now are we going to expect uh, Arenas to look like The one we just saw Anthony Joshua And uh, And Andrew Ruiz fight at Because they had The big lazy boys They probably had About six feet away from each, Or six feet From each other um, If you look at it Now Are they going to make All stadiums like that Or arenas like that Because if they do Ticket prices Going up But then how's that work The economy still feels Like it's all fucked up So I don't know How this works out But J.P., I asked the same to you as I did for Willa. Do you see sporting events going to be a lot different moving forward? I mean, we don't have a, a light at the, end of the tunnel, but it's something to ponder right now. What is your thoughts on that, my friend? I guess
1: there's two schools of thought here. Um, Some people think when they say it's okay to go back outside, you know, the gates are going to flood and all the bars and the Dave and Busters and the wow. wild wings and everything's going to be filled up again. Um I don't know, I'm gonna be a little more cautious, but I am gonna go outside, man. I mean I'm gonna go shopping or, you know, hit the Raws, hit the mall, whatever it be stuff, you know what I mean? But uh far sporting events go, I know whatever they do, I personally feel like the uh general public is craving, thirsting for almost anything, especially sports related. I think that's something that's definitely missed in society. Um I think a great idea for them to be, as far as TV ratings, if they were to start playing NBA basketball again and let it be maybe 10 games before the NBA season would go into playoff mode, I think the ratings would be through the roof. And um, I think if they do some social distancing inside arena, maybe every third seat a person could occupy. That's all that's needed here. There's no big time adjustment really needed here, dude. I'll be honest with you. I don't think a little bit of time adjustment really needed here. All they got to do is that. I believe they'll make tons of revenues. I, for one, I I, I can't wait for sports to resume. And um, if anything were to come on basketball horse, you kidding me, give it to me now, immediately. So give me anything. I'm down for it. No, man, I hear you. I
2: hear you. It's, uh, it's, it's a sticky situation. Just to be frank about it all, but it's it's got to be something that's gonna be, you know, I feel like I feel like we have much or or we have much as much knowledge as it is for um, someone who actually isn't a know because you know for me I don't I don't listen to nobody if, if someone wants to talk to me about COVID nineteen and sound like a fucking genius. Show me your bachelor's – <laughs> your bachelor. Show me your fucking degree, man. I ain't talk, I show me your goddamn degree. I got to see somebody and talk to somebody who, who knows what they're talking about it's them, instead of somebody who's, you know. I heard Simon talking about ducks and shit like that. I was like, what the fuck? Where's he? Ducks and, and, and swine, brother? Like, yo, that's crazy. I, I mean, I don't know. I ain't knocking Simon. I don't doubt the brother. He might be more informed than me, but I got to see a degree, you know. So um, it's weird times that we're in right now, but
1: some wild shit talking about (laughs) some duck shitting. i ain't never heard some shit shit like that. (laughs) 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 Oh man,
2: I was I I thought I was I thought thought I'd have fell asleep this morning and just heard some delusional or some delirious type shit or something. When I heard that, I was laughing. Um, But yeah, man, hey, you know, it's it's some times that we're at right now, and and. Unfortunately, there's no light at the end of the tunnel, but we'll take whatever we can. Hey, WrestleMania just had their shit going on, The wrestling's been pulling in numbers like that. I did not know. I thought that it was going to be all bad. We just had news from the XFL saying that they don't have uh, any plans for next season. Now, that goes to tell you that Vince McMahon must have lost a lot of money due to this COVID-19 just from the XFL alone. Out from Houston, Texas, P.J. Walker, he was looking like to be the, the MVP of the XFL, he got picked up by uh fuck. Who picked him up? I think it was Carolina, I believe. Um, but they had um, they had, I think, four or five players get picked up by teams as soon as the XFL season was over. So there's been some success for it. You could see how much they the the production was coming from Fox. That oh XFL, they're gonna come back next year. It looks like a good farm league. But they're not coming back next year. It just goes to show that the the damage that this this goddamn virus has done to this to this country. And um, I just find it a little strange. But hey, if they do make some of Venus coming up with uh, a little bit more spacious for us, you know that's why I hate going to the movies, man. I go to the movies at this place uh, in Fresno where you have your own goddamn lazy boy. You got your own table tray that pulls out. I'm not trying to be sitting next to everybody. Who's you know some people got kids and they're crying or some people's phones going off like hey if they do something in the future where it's a little bit more spacious I'm all for it. Um, Digressing and moving forward. Normally when you hear the name Mayweather having some sort of legal ramifications or things like that, obviously we are we know Mayweather the last name Mayweather isn't just Floyd we know Floyd Senior. And we know Roger, R.I.P. Um, but this one was a little bit more uh, strange. And for me, I, I was I was talking a time about this one off the record, so I'll leave it at that. But um, this one I feel like was a good subject for us to talk about because I've noticed uh, Floyd's recent, not necessarily behavior, but just the way he's moving. And... Um, I know J.P. and Willow, they're both fathers, and they could uh, bring some light to this in a different way. I obviously don't have no children. Might have a little luchador in Mexico that I don't know about, but that's neither here nor there. Now, with this situation going on right here, we have young Ayanna Mayweather that said, uh, I'm looking at D.E.T. right now, and it, all of them were the same thing, so it's not like it was some outlandish report, but Ayanna Mayweather could look up to face 99 years in prison for a stabbing at NBA young boys house with, uh, I'm guessing, you know, they, they was probably wearing the same color clothes or something like that. Um, making light of it, but you know, now, nah. so check it out. Ayanna Mayweather, better known as Yaya, uh, 19 years old. I thought she was a lot younger than that. Um, So, 19-years-old daughter of boxing icon Floyd Mayweather may be facing some serious time behind bars over an incident at her rumored boyfriend NBA Youngboy's house earlier in the month. Mayweather was arrested Saturday, April 4th, for allegedly stabbing a woman named, uh, we'll leave the name nameless, um, who shares a child with NBA Youngboy at his Houston home. The incident started at 1.30 a.m. Nothing good happens at 1.30 in the morning, let me tell you. Back to the quote. When Mayweather arrived at Young Boy's house and demanded Jacobs to leave, Jacobs refused, and the two got into a physical altercation, which moved into the kitchen. That's where Mayweather reportedly stabbed Jones twice with two different kitchen knives. Jacobs was taken to the hospital. That is the last name of the woman I refused to put the first name for. Uh, Jacobs was taken to the hospital to treat her wounds, and there were rumors that she was in critical condition. Moving, moving along. Um, well, Jacobs uh, seemed to have recovered. Ayana's legal troubles to just beginning, according to the blast. Mayweather was charged with aggravated assault and a deadly weapon, a felony that can carry ten thousand dollars fine or up to ninety-nine years in prison if Mayweather is convicted. The blast also reports that it's unlikely she will receive a maximum sentence as she does not appear to have criminal history, uh, according to Boston. Mayweather is being represented. Oh, blah, blah 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 blah. That's a lot of bullshit, but. One final quote, I honestly don't find all those she remains shaken by this unfortunate incident told by Bishop Schaefer of all people to the bishop. Um so Willow JP, um I'll start off with Willow. Hey man, this is um outside of the the ring definitely, but it still is concerns of one with the last name Mayweather. Last time I seen Floyd, he was posting actually yesterday about how big his fucking closet is. Doesn't seem like he's too concerned about this whole ordeal. For me, I don't have no kids unless one I don't know about in Mexico, but that's neither here nor there. But if I did have a kid and she was involved in some shit like this, uh, I think that I wouldn't be posting about my goddamn decoration of Goat James shoes in my closet. That's just me. What is your take on this, and um, how would you react if you were in the shoes of one Floyd Mayweather?
0: Well, you know from what i've seen seen of uh Floyd relationship with his kids uh, i don't think they have him and this this daughter has a good relationship cuz uh, seen i saw nba young boy comment one time that he called him a bitch her bitch ass daddy or something and she was just standing there watching it so i don't think they've got a good relationship you know i don't know how many kids Floyd has but he has a lot of them and seems a lot of them don't really like him that much. So, uh, you know, I see why he he doesn't have a care in the world when it comes to this. Me, I would I would have concern, you know, being a father of a daughter. But, you know, this is crazy, man. This guy, NBA young boy, who is some kind of uh, rapper, a young Louisiana rapper. He's, I a, believe big he's,
1: going, he's a big
2: deal. It's a big deal. Yeah, the, in, the, in the young rap community.
0: Right, yeah, he's a big name, man. He's got these girls. I think he's the guy that admitted that he he's giving these girls herpes and stuff like that, and they still they still want him. And you know, I guess that money does stuff to you. So we, you know, I don't really know. Have too much to say about this one, man. Uh, it's the same that she took it that far with the baby moms, cut up his baby moms. I guess um, she probably, like you said, I think she's out. She's not in prison. She's not in jail now. So she'll probably get. A little slap on the wrist, more than likely she is. I think she is NBA Young Boys, fiance or something like that. I think I read. So he might have a little, a little money for, her, a little money for her to get a yeah. uh, get a good lawyer or something like that, man. But hopefully she didn't throw her yeah. throw her life away uh, this early at nineteen well, years old. The, so. the
2: only thing that I, the only thing I did see about it that I, that would kind of like. Uh, make the system evade that that slap on the wrist is that her initial claim that it was self-defense, but then it's coming out much more detail into it about it not being self-defense. So I think that's the only thing that's really like um, over head right now. And I don't want nobody to think this is a Mayweather bashing or nothing like that. I just felt like it it might be something that, you know, uh, I don't know, man, just something that might be, uh, uh, you, you never know if these kids are, are doing these days, man. And we don't see them doing the whole, you know, tie pops and all that shit, so anything's possible. But, yeah, I, I, I know what you mean, Willa, but it's just, I, I don't know, with the legal system and the way it goes like that, that's why I was wondering how much, how much, like, juice does Floyd got to have to 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 get his grill out of this one? Because they're talking about 99 years, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, that is crazy, man. I, you know, got money NBA young boys got money so you know you get you the right lawyer she might be able to do some kind of especially with this corona going on she might be able to just slide out do her some house arrest some kind of probation you know like you said your boy he got out early because he had corona Uh, he didn't want to get that corona so you know you never really know these days um but yeah man that's it's a crazy story I, I, I read about it a couple of weeks ago and uh, you know, hopefully she didn't throw her life away, man, over, over some dude, this early in her life, you know. But as far as Floyd, from what I from what I was seeing, they, her, and she has a brother too, that I think hangs around them. They're not, uh, they don't fuck with their dad at all.
2: Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that's wild. That's wild, man. I mean, a little bit of a shocker. A little bit, not. You know, just to keep it real, but uh, JP, man, uh, you also are a father, uh, um, uh, a girl dad, as you mentioned before. Uh, I don't know how the fuck I'd respond or react to something like this happening, but I wouldn't be talking about my closet. And like I said, I'm not trying to throw no shade at Floyd Mayweather. Floyd, to me, he's, I don't fuck with him outside the ring, but inside the ring, you got to respect the man, like, to the fullest, you know? So I don't want it to come off as no bashing on Floyd or nothing, but I do feel like this is something that uh, feels like a lot is crashing down on Floyd Mayweather recently. And this one being his baby girl of a possibility with 99 years, we know that's not going to happen, but it's something that's on the, it's on the books. So uh, JP, your thoughts and take on this whole situation involving the Mayweathers.
1: Uh, definitely unfortunate. unfortunate. Um, I always hate these cases Because it's always a young person. I hate the case where it's a young, super young person probably doing something for the first time in their life, and it costs them their life. You know, we all believe we should get a chance or two. And so we hate to see a circumstance where, you know, a a, a young lady, this is probably her first time doing something like this. She's probably all out of character behind this. The little Rapper, uh, NBA Young Boy, Never Broke Again, or whatever the hell. Um, I don't know the quality of the guy's music. I do understand he, he does have some status, but he's not on my radar. I'm 38, so uh, obviously I'm probably not checking for Never Broke Again. Or, so, but I ain't fucking what I mean. And, huh?
2: Oh, no, I said, he's not on my
1: radar, neither. <laughs> you know, I'd be on, yeah. in film with the young shit, but no, nah, I, I don't mess with it. Yeah, and, um, you know, if it's, uh, I, you can definitely, I'm not one to condemn or to You know, even place fault, I don't have the ability to judge anyone. But, I mean, you have to raise a brow to Floyd and say, you know, man, this is your, your daughter here, you know what I mean, and, we like to believe if you have a hand in a yeah. child's life, especially with the the tools and the the resources, you would think that Floyd Mayweather would have at his advantage, at his utilization. You think he'd be um, have put, you know, more into his daughter. And this is what we think. We don't. This is not always a certainty. I mean, I know I have a friend who has a kid who went and became an accountant and graduated with a master's degree from UCLA. And the other two siblings, she said she dropped them off at high school and they went out the back door. So it is, um, it does come down to the person, but for, I think, general perception, you like to believe you install these morals in your kid and there's certain things they d- will do and certain things that they won't do. Um, so you, that, that at, at the very least, I think, causes us to look at Floyd Mayweather and say, you know, dude, um, I don't know. Are you, are you parenting, you know, uh, but again, that's not for me to say, um, but just yeah, so no, see, family, yeah. yeah. You,
2: that's always a tough one. You can't, especially for me, I don't have any children. It's always, it's always a tough thing to say. I can speak on hypothetically and you know, everybody raises their kids different. But it's just like, yo, this is your daughter and it's like a fucking, uh, yeah, look, she is dead ass all out of all Floyd's kids look dead on like Floyd, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah and when, in a time when we should be talking Mayweather, um, saying he might want to take over and grab the realm and continue the legacy of Mayweather's as trainers. He's been inspired by Roger to become a boxer. We've recently been seeing him on Instagram, working out with his son, Karan and working out with his nephew. Um, We should be talking about that and the potential of how great Mayweather could be. If he fully decides to occupy his time um, becoming a trainer, we should be championing that instead, you know, Unfortunately, we have a Mayweather of another generation involved in a domestic violent case, and it's really unfortunate, Um, and it's unfortunate on another level, just speaking in terms of a, a super young person that probably doesn't have very much experience in this realm and did something one time that can cost them their life. So, man, that's always a sad story, no matter who it is.
2: Yeah, and, and you gotta take into account, man. Like you know, for me, I I, I grew up in a in a um you know middle class home to say the least. At least for the later part, early part, not so much. But I mean, yo, I think it would. It's gotta be different from when if you grow up and uh, to use the silver so- the silver spoon type thing. You know, um, it's gotta be taken into account because if you grow up. If I know damn sure if I grew up as Floyd's kid, doing whatever I want all day, not worried about nothing, you know, just going to school, basically, you feel like certain things don't apply to you, and I'm pretty sure things going on at uh one thirty in the morning, especially when it comes to you know shit going on in the in the house at least to the kitchen. It's kind of hard to put yourself in a mindset of somebody who has an initial reaction to grab a fucking kitchen knife. Uh, Two different ones at that. So um, I'm not saying that – fuck it, I'll just come out and say. We don't know if there's any other drugs going on or if there is drugs going on and anything like that, but I think it's definitely something for a concern, and I'm just a little surprised that – Floyd Mayweather has seemed to be going about business as usual. And that's unfortunate. Uh, like we said, can't really question a man's uh, parenting and things like that. But uh, it, it feels like Floyd, this might be something like, hey, Floyd's been through a lot, man. You know, his dad was shot by a fucking shotgun while he was holding him as a baby. And I know he don't remember that, but he's just been through a lot throughout his entire career. Floyd has been through a lot. So does this seem like it's just something that's not so much out of the ordinary? Maybe. Maybe he's looking at it like, ah, fuck it. You know, we'll, we'll take care of it. And, uh, you know, we'll buy our way out of this one and things like that. I don't know. Um, but I feel like, yeah, yeah, hopefully, hopefully this shit gets taken care of, but you made a good point, JP. It's hard to, to transition to, to, to this next, the subject involving Floyd Mayweather. But it is something that it looks like um it it should be noted for. Um we had the recent passing of Roger Mayweather, uh, recent. And uh, you know, we 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 all people who didn't know shit about boxing like Roger Mayweather always spoke about would watch boxing and I'm talking about the casual viewers in big fights when Floyd was fighting guys like Mosley, fighting um, like Oscar and things like that, fighting Miguel Cotto when Roger was in his corner before his dad finished it up with him. Uh, Roger was always most notable for his, you know, his uh, training responses uh, uh, in live action and things like that. And now Floyd Mayweather is looking to take the, the, the same leap that uh, other trainers have did from transitioning to being a fighter into training a fighter. It's a uh, it's, it's a hard thing to do. I I'd imagine so because you know it goes the same way for guys in the media for the most part. Uh, when when I was going to school and all that, I was talk, I was talked about maybe going into journalism and things like that, and you know. Um, But, hey, I wanted to be the one getting interviewed, not the one doing the interview. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm pretty sure it goes that same way when it comes to uh, a fighter as great as Floyd Mayweather. We're talking about, you know, that up echelon. You know, some people would say Floyd is the greatest. Some people say he ain't. But one thing's for certain, Floyd is in that that discussion of three, whether he is TBE or not. In basketball we got Kobe Bryant, RIP, Michael Jordan and LeBron James. When you're talking about the greatest. And in boxing, Floyd in that same conversation, you know. Um, but Floyd had uh he had posted four days ago saying this is my first day working with my fourteen year old nephew, uh, who has absolutely no boxing experience at all. And this is my second time doing knit work. The first time I was my oldest son which you may have seen, I recently posted. As many of you know, I have incredible trainers, which include my dad and uncle. Due to the recent passing, and a phone call messing up my shit. Um, Due to the recent passing of my uncle, I felt inspired to help those around me in doing the same that they have been there for me throughout my boxing career. In a time where we must distance ourselves from others, it has allowed me to reflect on how I want to make a difference in people's lives and help them achieve their goals. A true trainer wants the best out of their fighter and pushes them to the best of their abilities. I am new in help. I am new to helping people train as I have been on the other side of the mitt. A fighter could be impressive at mitt work, but it doesn't make him a great fighter. A trainer could be impressive on a mitt, but it doesn't make him a great trainer. It has become a goal of mine to help others reach the best versions of themselves and to walk it with confidence. I want to leave an impression on those around me and who allowed them to see their potential. This quarantine period has allowed me to see the importance of unity, helping others grow, and I want to do my part in this earth and allow people to see the potential and growth uh, and, p- and potential for themselves that they can share with the world. I am new at training, and so far I've been working with people with no boxing experience. Therefore, we are growing together, but I promise you, I will be one of the best fighter, or best trainers in the world. Inspire and be inspired posted by Floyd Mayweather. You got to love whoever his publicist is because that was written very fucking well. But, Willis, Floyd Mayweather moving along is looking to become one of the greatest trainers in boxing after having a career at being one of the best in boxing. What do you give his chances of being being a great trainer? Man, I would have to say that,
0: you know, it's very commendable that he's doing this. I like to see the growth in Floyd Mayweather. I like to see, you know, it seems like he's, you know, he's growing up, you know. And, and, you know, even though he's older than me, he seems like, you know, he's maturing. We can see him maturing. We can see the growth, and I always love to see that. But it, it goes all to the old adage. It always goes back to me to the old adage that, you know, great players, great competitors usually don't make great coaches, you know. Uh, we got yep. Buddy McGurk, I think was the or was a world champion uh, boxer. But usually, you know, when you got guys like Michael Jordan, when Magic Johnson, usually the guys they, it was so easy for them, they didn't have to work as hard as the next man. So they don't really understand how to get there. You know, no matter no matter how you know how 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 hard they work, they just you know they just don't have that understanding of what it takes. To work mm-hmm. that hard to not being able to do that because it came so easily to them. Now, with that said, Floyd Mayweather did do a lot of hard work, hard work and dedication. So he might be the exception to the rule. You know, he might be able to. You know, with him going with his father and his uncle training them nonstop for years and years, he may have been able to pick up on some stuff, and we'll see. And you know, he's starting with people like you said that don't that haven't really that haven't boxed before. So he started from scratch yeah. with these people. So he said, you know, he'll be growing, and that might be a good thing, man. But you know, so <clears throat> I would say it's more of a forty percent chance that he excels and becomes the greatest trainer. Uh, you know, not he, he won't be probably won't be the greatest trainer. He's starting too late, but a great trainer. You know, Floyd's probably what is Floyd? Almost like forty-five years old, just now starting. You know, so with that said, I might even drop it down to twenty-five percent chance that he's going to become a a great trainer. Um, I think it's probably going to take him a little time, but I do like that. You know, I do like that. He's sitting back and reflecting and want to make another mark on, on boxing and on young people's lives. So he's doing that, man. So I find it commendable that he's doing that. I enjoy it. I want to see what he can do. I'm, I'm rooting for him, but you know, I think just like MJ, just like, uh, you know, magic, just like anybody else who wanted to be a coach <laughs> after being great. It usually doesn't work out. It usually doesn't work out at all, man. So I'm giving him a good 25%, but I'm rooting for him. It'll be good to see him uh, be able to train up his – what is his, his uh, son and his nephew, the son that I guess is messing with him. So we'll see.
2: Yeah. Um, it'll be good for him, especially uh, working with his nephew because that'll be – Similar to how Roger was working with Floyd being his nephew, so um, yeah, I'm rooting for Floyd too, man. Like I said, I don't I don't really fuck with him outside the ring, but inside the ring, um, you know, even if you hate him the most, you have to salute the the consummate profession that he was when it comes to taking care of business and doing things the right way. So, I'm with you on that, uh, JP. With Floyd getting in this training game, man, I I, I didn't think that he would, just because of uh, you know I felt like Floyd kind of took up the spotlight a little bit when he was with Javante Davis as he still is, but sometimes you can know you know um, he makes the show about himself sometimes. I don't know if he was if he's able to know how to pull back a little bit. And he's definitely going to have to pull back a lot of it being a trainer of the guy because he's going to be one of the main attractions. But you got to let him know that the focus is on this guy, not me. So, um, what chance do you give Floyd Mayweather moving forward um, at this
1: new career he's trying to pursue and being a trainer in boxing? Um, I'm like you guys, dude. I'm, I'm cheering for Floyd. I'm hoping he. Uh... He can find that ability within himself. The big question is for all of us like you guys have previously mentioned is Floyd, does he have the ability to step aside, put himself second and kind of play the background and we've never seen Floyd remotely have the ability to do anything like that. However, if if any fighter, if any current fighter has the ability to do something like this has the pedigree um, it's certainly Floyd Mayweather. Uh, Just from from the line of of fighters, of trainers, father's a trainer, uncle's a trainer, a guy who's been bred in boxing his entire life. You know, this is a guy who has a wealth of knowledge about the sport. You know what I mean? And just the fundamentals. Floyd, yeah. kind of in the same elk of like a Kawhi Leonard, in a sense, um, is not the guy gifted with the greatest of abilities. We've seen him early in his career versus Zab Judah. He wasn't the fastest guy in the ring that night. You know what I mean? So Floyd uh, is, is a testament of hard work and dedication. Now, a lot of the flask, the talk was kind of a mask for that. And that's why this, this new generation is somewhat deceived on on how to be a Floyd uh-huh. man, Because all they see is the brass, the glitz, the glamour, the Bugattis, But they don't know that that, that chant of hard work, dedication was really a guy running... Uh, Six plus miles a day Doing the type of work Nobody really want to do Staying in shape uh, 24-7, 365 So you see these clowns today Looking like fat boys Between training camps For the most of them Getting drunk You know what I mean So they they not really living their life Uh, One thing I heard my pastor Just say here recently Is uh, everybody want to be a diamond But don't nobody want no pressure And that's what a lot of these niggas Is on but um, mm-hmm. you know Floyd has has all the the genius, has all the know-how, all the fundamental prowess, and, and and is truly the example of what all these fighters are trying to be today. So who better than to show them how to get there? The question is, is Floyd ready to take on that kind of project at this point in his life? He he seemingly could, you know, his time is over. Um, there's a check or two still out there. Don't get it twisted, but. You know, if, if <laughs> this is what he could do more to anything for the game of boxing, maybe, he to, to really a you know, couple dudes, maybe it'd be his son and his, and his nephew, whatever it be, and just really be that type of ambassador for the sport and be a part of the sport in that way, um, I think it'd be a great thing for the sport overall. So um, I'm pulling for him, man, and nobody better win. I mean, we, we, there's nobody who's mastered the, the, the sheer art of hitting, don't be hit, like Floyd Mayweather, at least in any of our lifetimes, you know, there's been spectacular fighters, Sugar Ray Leonard, Marvin Hagler, but nobody did what Floyd did. Nobody just went out there and said, you're not fucking going to hit me for my entire career. Um, so that's a little different. And so that's why uh, we look at Floyd's skill set as, as something of a mastery to a certain degree. And I'm pulling right there for him, like y'all.
2: Yeah, we all know that um you know, Floyd can forget about things that people will never even get a chance to learn about in boxing. That's for sure. Um, and as far as training goes, it's all about tolerance and how much you can put up with because you know, as as well as anybody when you're you're working with with, with somebody that you've done so many things before,
1: um,
2: you know, you get impatient. And it's all about patience and how much you can tolerate and how much you're willing to reinstall things or try to install when it sometimes takes reinstalling with somebody um, in that type of, you know, situation, whether it be anything. Some people don't know how to drive a fucking car, and you got to teach them over and over how to drive a stick shift. So um, it, it goes in all aspects. And, and uh, we'll see how Floyd does, man. I hope I, – I, I'm going for him. I want to see him. i Floyd involved in the sport, even though he'll have to take a backseat being a trainer, he's still going to be, you know, riding passenger. Uh, Floyd is that big in boxing. So um, I'm all for it. I hope that he does um, very well. And, hey, who knows, maybe someday down the road he'll be able to uh, work with his nephew just like his uh, uncle that inspired him in the late great Roger Mayweather. Um R I P to him. So um but that's all I got today, man. Uh just a little quick hour show. Um good catching up with the boys and all that stuff, man. Um uh, if I was to leave on any last note, it would be the utter ridiculousness that came out from Seattle Simon likes who thinks that Tom Brady's just a forty three year old man. Ain't no country for old man and you know, he's you know, uh, uh, MVP talk is outside the realm of possibility time. Hey, R.C.,
0: Simon Simon is on time is on
2: Yeah Good, time on. On. Yeah. Good. bring him in Simon, I've got a bone to pick with you, buddy Because I heard the shit that you were talking about yesterday And I thought you were working at amateur hour at a stand-up show Tom Brady will have an MVP season next year And if you're going to tell me otherwise, I'd like to hear it Other than that, how you doing, buddy?
1: Uh, I'm doing
3: good. Uh, <clears throat> I like how you worded that. You know, you said he'll have an MVP season. Well, we all know when you say things like that, that that's very subjective. You know, we don't we don't we don't think that way. We don't move that way. You know, it's very simple. Hmm. Will he win the MVP or will he not? I say he won't. You know, the, you know I'm so confident in it. I'll put up my government check. Let me guess.
2: Yeah, willing to bet,
3: yeah. No, I, did
2: you hear yeah, what I, I said? Yeah, say. yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. I I'll
3: put up this little
2: government right. check wherever it comes, whenever <laughs> it comes. I, ain't waiting for it. I ain't waiting for I'm, it, but you know what? They want to outprice himself. They want to outprice himself. himself. I know how that strategy goes. Outprice yourself? What are you talking about? What does that mean? You know, like when uh. You know, people allegedly, I'm not for this or not, but I'm saying allegedly, people said that Danny Garcia asked for a little bit too much money to fight Manny Pacquiao, pricing himself out. That's kind of what I mean. Uh, Well, meaning anyway, R.C.
1: ain't
2: uh, willing to bet that much. Yeah, but you if know, it's we a Trump don't... check? I, I, I got nothing to do with that Trump check. I might do like J.P. and just put some goddamn TVs in the back of my seat. shit. <laughs> I'm flaunting with that one. Willa, we know All what right. it is.
3: These guys are scared. These guys are scared, man. We know what it is. They
2: don't These guys, like, <laughs> guys are crazy. These guys are crazy. Fun. Wanting something to, 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 to happen here? Hey look, uh, wanting uh, look, I want uh, I want a
3: million dollars. Hey, I want a million dollars. That doesn't believe I don't that doesn't necessarily mean I believe I'm gonna get it tomorrow. I want or two. the I next day two. or ever. You
2: know what I'm saying? So, what you're you're telling me is that if Patrick Mahomes was in New England last year and Tom Brady was in Kansas City, that Patrick Mahomes would still be the MVP with that shitty-ass talent they had in New England.
3: He wasn't the MVP
2: last year, so what are you talking about? Mr. Running Back was the uh, MVP. Okay, put Lamar Jackson in New England and put Brady in Baltimore. I don't get what
3: you're – I mean, I don't really get what that means because we're talking about – next year where he's gonna have weapons we all know he has weapons and i'm telling you right now he will not be the mvp of the national football league next year
2: really? i'm guaranteeing what makes you say that what makes you guarantee that
3: the tape hey one day you know if you ever come up to seattle i'll i'll let you come to my spot you you can't you can't open up my refrigerator or nothing you got to be <laughs> respectful and you know i'm gonna turn on the tv and i'm gonna show you some tape and i'm gonna teach you what I've
1: seen in the decline <laughs> of one Thomas
2: Brake. The, the nervous man, man.
1: wants some tape. <laughs>
2: the nervous <laughs> man. Tell me about watching football tape. <laughs> I'm down for that. I'm down for that. I might have to take a look and see what you got in the fridge. But, Sam, I'm telling you right now, man. This this whole nonsense. I've heard. I listened to the show when you when you, when I talked to you earlier. I I heard you say that they need to get a running back that's gonna run thirty times a game. How the fuck they gonna run the ball with the shitty ass old line like that? Come on, brother. Got, no, this is come no, 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 man.
3: We'll see. I mean, it's the season. You know, we're. I mean, first of all, we're we gonna have a season. That's number one. Number two is it's a long way away. Not. They might. They might. They they might. Uh, you know, they might add some guys. You know, I'm not too worried about it. Now you're bringing up the O-line. But if you notice something, Willa, first got there, they never brought up the O-line. They were the saying, he oh, got all tag these weapons Willa. now. You notice that? Now he needs an O-line. Like, damn, what Like what, what do you need? Get that list yeah, ready, they, man. Get everybody. I mean, first it was, oh, we got – we hey, we had no weapons. We had a bunch of slow white guys. Uh, now we got some real dudes. Uh, now all the O-line, like, what, like – Tell me exactly what you want this old man to have, so I know this, and I know if they have it or not, so we have no excuses. I'm telling you right a now. A left tackle.
1: Okay, you mm-hmm. need a left tackle. Anything else? I'm not willing to go out on the limb and say he's going to be the MVP, but I will say because he's not going to be the MVP. You know that. Uh, now to say anybody who I mean who can predict is going to be the MVP. Patrick Mahomes again, uh, aside from Mahomes. No, Mahomes, Watson, Wilson, like, Lamar again. Like, all these guys going to have a better chance of winning the MVP than him. I, I, I got I got Tom being a top five, a, a top seven to five uh, quarterback. Uh, through week 13, right? Through week 13.
3: Uh, huh? season, and he's going to tell off. Seven,
1: he's going to tell off. The entire season, he's season, he's going to be a top six, seven quarterback.
2: Right? Okay, through, through the we, entire we season, 30. top seven. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then Simon says, and then Simon like says. Like, Yeah. Later on in the season, later on in the season, when it gets cold. Has, has Tom Brady not been playing in the cold in Buffalo, in yeah, Boston? He played, he played in the cold He's against Tennessee in the cold. and only
3: came up with 13 points, brother, at home. And threw a pick six well, at the end, like, like sorry, man.
2: After- hey, man, Tom Brady's playing with wide receivers, who, you know, if we were in attendance, you know, at walk-on day... Hey, but you got the receivers now, so nominal. hey,
3: no excuses, brother, we'll see. I mean, I mean, the thing is this, I'm not pumping myself up. I said what it is, government check is on the table if needed, I'm 100% confident,
2: and Trump we're ready check. to
1: go. I'm trying to put a 13 inch so, in my shit with that.
2: If yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I want to put up a Trump check, but... So that's why he has to, go, yeah, yeah, he I has to add a to cap. I yeah. mean, of course,
3: it's, a, it's as easy as it gets. A 43-year-old man winning an MVP, get out of here with that, dude. Like I keep telling yeah, you, young fella,
0: this
3: ain't this ain't Hollywood, man. This is real life. In real life, 43-year-old quarterback be in the do not win MVP.
2: Who's going to be in the race? Lamar Jackson's not going to do what he did next year. Patrick Mahomes, the blueprint's out. Oh, I thought you said I was hard on Lamar. You
3: just said he's not going to do what he did before. But now you're saying – but before you said I was hating on him. So which
2: one is it? It's a copycat league. I just wanted to get to my point and say Patrick Mahomes looked like an average bitch in the first three quarters of the Super Bowl and the blueprint's out on that light-skinned friend of yours, man. He ain't my friend, but he's the best quarterback in the
3: league. But, you know, it's a, hey, so if he looked <laughs> like – hey – Hey, so if he, if you said he's all this and that, right, well, you just said I'm not going to put out those words out there on the show. But what does that make your <laughs> boy Jimmy G, then? What does that make Jimmy G?
2: Handcuffed.
3: Handcuffed for a reason.
2: Because he ain't trusted. His, his <laughs> coaches his, his don't him. trust him. Stop it. hey, we'll call hey, him man. Jimmy Glee. Hey, this Jimmy is a Glee boxing Glee show, Glee. Man. I don't know where you're coming up with all this stuff right here and all that. I just wanted to ask you how you're doing if taken I'm doing good, man. He, I,
3: you know, I called up, and you all of a sudden want to attack. And the point, this is where this whole smoke artist, this is one thing, one, one thing I've noticed in life, in the course of history, once a black man has a label, it's nearly impossible to remove that label. And somehow I'm the smoke artist, but I wasn't the only one that said, I don't believe he's going to win MVP on that show, that J.P. Did. So it's like, you yeah, the like oh, J.P.? Yeah, yeah. So somehow I'm the smoke people. artist, but everybody's said it, but JP. But we know what it is. You know this. And you know I'm gonna own this label. About it about is about what it about. is.
1: <laughs> you have an unbelievable adulation for European men. Also, no, this not at all.
3: I, I I keep everything consistent. <laughs> I I bet every everybody I judge, I judge the same way. I base off certain criteria, and that's it. I mean, you say that, but then. If that was the case, Europeans or Caucasian, whatever it was, you just saw my list of the top five quarterbacks in the league, in my opinion, and four of them were brothers. So, I mean, hey, but, you know,
2: and the number one. Wilson, Russell Wilson and Mahomes don't really count for that. There are no <laughs> European quarterbacks. Hey, you know what? You, you're you're no, I'm not, not say big
1: it, man. on American white. You're, you're adulation for European means.
3: No, man, I just keep it real, man. I don't,
1: like, you know, you know. I'm not, like, I'm not,
3: I'm not acting like I'm a black militant, but I'm really not, you know what I'm saying? I just, I'm just me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just me, and, you, you know, whether you like it or not. So I'm not at, out here like, oh, I'm on this black militant, and, you know, I'm going to overrate this black athlete just because he's black and this and that. No, I'm just going to tell you how I think, you know? So call me what you want for it. I don't care. Cause we ain't stopping, and if people keep bringing stuff up, we're gonna make it harder. We're gonna take raise more levels. We're gonna make we're gonna make you think even more things. <laughs> you know,
2: I I could <laughs> swear we were having a friendly conversation amongst the three of us until Simon came in here, planted his flag, and started breaking family portraits, stepping on flowers at the Outsiders Boxing Podcast facilities and just – Hey, but somehow somehow I'm pro this and pro that and all this and that, but
3: it's two guys that are trying to – three-year-old white quarterback's going to win MVP. Go figure. (laughs) Get out of here, you guys. You guys need to check yourselves sometimes. I ain't the one believing that a 43-year-old – No, no, no. This time time you're in the 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 category
1: of you guys.
3: Yeah. Somehow I'm I I am super European or super this, but I don't I'm not the one believing I I don't care if you're 43 year old and you black, white, whatever. You ain't winning no MVP
2: in some real professional sports. Well, I mean, well, I you know, you are the man that says that Luka Doncic is better than LeBron James, so you know, and he is European.
3: Oh, he was better as a rookie. Statistically, he was. I mean, it just it's on the it's on the the thing. Now, if you want to. Judge it and say, "Oh well, well, who I think was better? Who's the eye test?" And all that, that's a different story. Statistically, he was better than him. That's just the fact. Uh, now, please, am please, am please gonna, now, am I going <laughs> to say he's going to be better than him? No, because that's one of the highest standards to get to. I mean, I believe he's one of the top three players of all time.
2: So, hmm.
3: no, but but I know one thing: he's better than anybody on Sacramento
2: Kings ever had. <laughs> Oh man Hey We had this conversation about um, uh, You know Mayweather's daughter Mayweather trainer And uh, uh, COVID-19 Involving seating in arenas And how arenas will be redesigned Moving forward You got a comment on any one of those things That would um, be a picking of your selection
3: Redesigned arenas What are you talking
2: about Moving forward uh put out uh I forget the woman's name, I have to look for it right now, but it's uh basically long story short saying that moving forward arenas and speculating sporting events will be changed for the foreseeable future moving into uh after the COVID nineteen bullshit. Maybe seating that will give you a little bit more space or Oh yeah okay. Had, know, yeah. What do I know, think about that, things I mean, like that? Yeah,
3: I mean yeah, man, certain arenas I've been to a few arenas, you know, different cities and all that, you know, they're all kind of different, you know. Um, some are real close, some are uh seem like the arenas that's probably been that's been uh more than twenty years or you know, older. They seem to be a little bit more like you're close too too a little too close to uh, you know, people. So I think that's good anyway. You know what I mean? That they can some somehow adjust it, you know, make some renovations. I mean that's good. You know, um uh, I mean, anything that can somehow get sports back. I mean, I know they're talking about they're pushing for May 1st. I mean, that's about three weeks away or two and a half weeks away. That seems a little close. But, hey, if it can happen, I mean, if they can open everything back up, you know, uh, the economy and everything, you know, uh, businesses, that'd be nice. But I don't know how it's going on where you guys are at, but over here it's gotten better. You know what I mean? Stuff's you know, starting to calm down a little bit, like less people are running to the hospitals and the clinics and all that, it's been uh, been getting cleaned up, so uh, I don't know if that's going on over there, but it is getting better here, so hey man, May 1st sounds good, I mean, but uh, I mean, if they have to start it off with no fans and everything, like some of the stuff they're saying, whatever man, we gotta see something, I mean, these horse challenges and and all this other stuff,
0: I mean they gotta stop with
3: this, man. For real. You know? So um I'll Yeah,
0: take... I'll put a shout out to Chris Paul for losing to a broad and uh on on live TV, on national T V, man, at horse. I oh, didn't woman. see it. I didn't see it. I saw the first three. I didn't see the sec- the the last one. I thought Chris Paul was gonna light her up. Then I realized that he lost to some sharpshooter. I don't know what her name was.
3: Damn, Willow, it's horse. You act like she lost one on he lost one on one, man. Like damn. <laughs> <laughs> you you like taking like sneak this and Chris Paul is like, dude, it's horse, man.
0: Hey, I don't know. He got he got embarrassed. I know that was embarrassing. But I guess I guess like I mean, in the NCAA three point shootouts, uh, a girl has won a couple of times before, huh? I believe so. When they have the NCAA shootout and then they do the women versus the men, I think, of and she might yeah, have been man. the one that did
3: it. Yeah, man, that 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 was an unnecessary shot at Chris Paul, man. Come on, you know, but you know Mayweather's daughter, man. It's good. I mean, what can what else what can what else can you say, man? A complete disaster. You know what I mean? You know Mayweather's been going through a lot lately, uh, and his family, and. Uh, yeah, I mean it's crazy. I mean some serious charges that she's dealing with, you know, and just some of the stuff I've read and everything, you gotta wonder
1: yeah.
3: was she in her right mind when everything happened? I mean, that question needs to be asked. And also, uh, I'm not gonna sit here and blame Floyd for it and all that because at the end of the day she got a mother too. You know what I'm saying? So let's let's remember that. So uh but yeah, it's been a lot of stuff that's been going on with Floyd. Uh, you know, a lot of just bizarre, just crazy things, man. You know, um, uh, yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens with his uh, daughter, but you know, she was, you know, the, she she's kind of been kind of like, if you like, I've noticed her like she kind of be on social media, kind of running her mouth and all that. So she seemed like she was kind of feeling herself, maybe thinking she was untouchable because she was Floyd's daughter, you know. And it's like. That's not necessarily the case, you know, and yep. uh, some, you know, I guess some some incident happened and she just felt like she had to do what she had to do. But hey, this is the laws, man, out here. You see, you can't just be, you just can't be poking people, man, and think you can get away with it. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, for yeah, real? Yeah,
2: yeah. You you better be careful, son, because I know how you get down with midgets from the club. It, well, good thing the clubs are closed now. But yeah, you gotta think twice, man.
3: I don't know where you got that from, but hey, that may, you know, I mean, you don't want, you don't want that, uh, is out here posting videos of,
2: you know, threats to This ain't a ain't nothing about me. I got nothing to do about me. I'm just saying, hey, crazy stuff was heard going on, though, but I was mentioning that earlier. She felt like maybe she's untouchable because she's in Mayweather. I don't know. Yeah, you know, a lot of people tend to get that, you know, that
3: people, the class thing, you know, you, you, you have a little, you know, either your family or you have enough money a lot of money, you start feeling like you can do certain things, but sometimes it takes, you know, a, a little dose of reality for you to humble yourself and kind of, you know, clean yourself up. But, uh, yeah, man, that's some crazy stuff. I mean, uh, it's definitely going to play, you know, it's going to play play itself out in the court system and everything. So we'll see, but she's dealing with some, like, this is like real charges. Like this isn't no fake stuff. Like this is some real stuff she's dealing with, you know? So, you know, we'll see. We'll see about that, but uh, yeah, man. But it's been slow, man. I mean, there's no sports. I mean, I think the only thing coming up is the NFL draft. You know, hopefully, you know, Tampa Bay gets a a left tackle because I guess they need that too to help out the 43 year old man. But um, so we don't get no excuses. You know, I just don't want no excuses.
2: Once oh my goodness! Started,
3: you know, <sighs> I'm all, I'm all
2: about no, full credit, no excuses. Trump checks, huh? Trump checks is going to be on the line, people. Yeah, I was wondering, so with JP willing to, to put put some money up on the top, what do you say, seven MVP? Yeah, with, uh, me voting. and JP, we both want to do it. Nah, that's subjective. So, He's trying to fool you, Willard. Don't let him hustle you,
0: man. No, 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 because, but it's voting. So we can see where the voting is, and if he don't end in the top five, then I get my money. Man, Brady, I'm got,
3: Brady got so many friends in the media,
2: bro. They're going to act I'll like – friends in the media. I know you didn't just go there, Sam. I
1: do.
2: I'm telling you, y'all
3: be listening to Skip Bayless too much, man. You guys be letting that do brain... not even brainwash, just pollute Stop. the brain, man. Oh, he gonna go to Tampa Bay and have some weapons and all that. It don't matter. You're 43 it's years obvious. old, you can't move outside the pocket, and you're, you're flinching
1: Neither in can the James. pocket. Huh?
3: Neither can James. Stop. Stop. And, and I've never been high on James. Jameis or Cus-
1: Just some thirty three
2: touchdowns.
1: <laughs> with no job. And they were all no job.
2: <laughs> Why you gotta bring that up, time? He ain't got no job. That's fucked up. <laughs>
3: that's crazy when you think about it that Jameis
2: James is a
3: filing for unemployment, but it had nothing to do with the coronavirus.
2: <laughs> God damn. Yo. <laughs> Why are you smoking on Jameis like that? I don't like Jameis, but that's that's cold, brother.
1: No, I was just thinking about, like,
2: damn,
3: that dude dude is filing for unemployment also, but it it had nothing to do with this pandemic. That's crazy.
2: No?
1: Now, if we're going to say it has to do with performance, you name me one goddamn quarterback ever who led the league in yards and touchdowns. I don't give a damn if he led the league in interceptions also and don't have a job. But
3: but that matters, though. I don't think you understand how much turnovers matter in football.
1: It matters a great deal. But they, they they supposed to have a job. they not ever supposed When you leave the league in touchdowns and come yards so yards, you have a what job. Are you hinting, what are you hitting towards, JP, why Jameis don't have a job? I'm just saying, you know, Cam's,
2: I, I don't know why why
1: Cam's oh. leash was so short. Yeah, I know Cam why Cam, Cam don't, don't got a
3: job. And I know why Jameis got, I mean, Jameis, you know, Jameis might get a job, but it's going to be a backup job. He ain't going to be a starter. You cannot be acting a fool on the uh, – football field throwing the ball around like you blind. You will have to be humble. You will have to sit your ass down on the bench and understand IQ, brother. You cannot just throw the ball around like that. We're trying to win games. Until you get your shit, you know, together with the turnovers, you're going to have to sit down and hold that
2: clipboard.
1: Somebody likely next year is going to have Ryan Fitzpatrick starting. You cannot tell me that, Cam Newton. uh and Jameis Winston are not both better than Ryan Fitzpatrick.
3: Sam will be started next year as long as he passes the physical. We all know this. Now, Jameis, I already explained to you about Jameis. Jameis needs he needs to go back <laughs> to the drawing board, dude. I'm sorry. Thirty interceptions and all them and what, five or six fumbles, they say? Come on, man. Stop that, dude. We're this is professional football. We are trying to win football games. When you play like that, you are shooting yourself in the foot. So sit your ass down and learn how to
1: Whoa. fucking play the potato. <laughs> wow. I ain't mad at him. I ain't mad at him. I ain't mad at him. But, hey, right, you, shouldn't, you, you shouldn't be searching for no job. Shouldn't be a problem, man. You know, that's all I'm saying. Ryan Fitzpatrick, that guy, you know, keeps getting a check to start somewhere every fucking year. Absolutely. Do. Was it
2: did the Patriots just pick up uh Brian Hoyer? This would be his eleventh team that he's on, or something like that. I ain't never seen that. Yeah, it. like I, mean. I said,
3: he'll be a backup. <laughs> like like I said, he'll get a backup job. If he wants one. But you gotta ask yourself maybe maybe he doesn't want one. But if he's willing to back some people up, he'll be a backup. But this whole notion like you're gonna throw thirty interceptions, you're just gonna go to another team and start, that is crazy, man. That is crazy. crazy. 'Cause you also gotta think about there are gonna be teams that draft quarterbacks in this draft that are going to start their quarterbacks from the start. So those those other jobs are gonna be taken too. Like you guys gotta like you guys gotta hold this you guys gotta hold people accountable, man. The Cam thing, now if Cam comes out with a clean physical and he still ain't got a starting position, now we have a conversation. Now with with this guy, Jameis, no. He needs to get better. That's it. He needs to get better. It's that simple, man. I mean it it is what it is. Like it ain't it ain't no like an anti Jameis and all like come on man, like thirty
2: interceptions, man. Seriously. Come on. Damn. Yeah, well and I heard you say something too. You said Jameis got a cannon. Where that cannon been hiding at? He got one of them cannons that's uh on them eighteen hundred design boats or something. That shit hidden somewhere in the backside. James. No,
0: you didn't. You I don't, mean,
2: you didn't see Jameis throwing all them bombs last year, man. I mean, what are we talking
0: about? He has a cannon. He also, you know, it's it's a little inaccurate at, at, at a lot of the time. but he led the league in yards. He probably led the league in bombs. I want to look it up, see who have the most yards per per attempt. It's probably Jameis.
1: You
2: know who has? Because that's most Bruce Arians. Yeah, he does have a strong arms. Hey, Slime, he you know who had the most? You know who had the most first downs from fifteen yards and out in the NFL? Um, Not no, I really don't care to be honest. Tom, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady—that's who. But he okay, but he's gonna be a scrub and, and okay. I, I went to school with people like yeah, I know how to get them. So, so that means his receivers right. were good then. If you're saying if you're
3: saying that he had the most completions of 15 yards or more, that means his guys were getting separation.
2: No. So he just stuck he no, he just threw it and stuck it in their jersey. That's how it was. Those guys oh, I, mean, I forget. I forget old boy's name. He was a quarterback at NC State. Starting wide receiver. Come on, man. Stop that. Maybe I, I don't know, man. But I tell you what, oh, yeah. checks They also got nine. the
3: receiver. They also got the receiver that they drafted that you said was going to be better than DK Metcalf and he's a fucking scrub. Ha huh? What it's,
2: the hell it's are you still, it's still waiting to be proven. I mean, he's a baby. He missed ten games, so he's like only got five games under his belt right now. So, you know, well uh, he's got time. He's still got time to prove. And the guy he's talking about, Nikhil Harry, you know, Nikhil Harry, a, a good route runner, unlike that guy. Time just mentioned. I forget his name, but oh, a good really route, route runner, good. runner with, with no results. Okay.
1: That's like knowing how to. That's like knowing how
2: to. Uh, Tom six, Bur-
3: like fix computers but then like when it's time to like you get called for a job all of a sudden you don't know how to fix nobody like you're a geek squad but then when they call you up to work on somebody's <laughs> shit at home you can't fix it like what does that mean i don't care if you can route
2: run good routes can you catch the ball can you make plays? okay all right so if dk metcalf worked for geek squad and i gave him the address how to get to my house and the motherfucker can't figure out how to get here which one do you want
3: I want the guy that got the playoff record for uh, yards in a <laughs> playoff game. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all
2: right, we're gonna have to add football talking to the list of this shit. So, Simon came over here and came in all hot, but I, I just wanted to touch on that because I was kind of laughing at the at the comments made about you guys talking about Tom Brady uh, Saturday night, I believe it was. That's funny, but we got the we got the uh, we got the details, down, So. Uh, if we do, in fact, have a football season, stimulus checks will be on the line, folks, with me and myself and Seattle Suns. That is, of course, Oh,
3: so you accepted it. So uh, you, unless he, so unless you're he accept, backs you're, up. You're, so you're accepted. So we're going to bet, check for check, that he wins MVP. You're going to, you're really going to take that bet. Let, let's put you on the record right now. You're going to take that? You're really going to take that?
2: You don't, you can't force me to say anything that's going to further help your agenda but I have spoken, and I think that I left the door open. So, if we do, as the caveat you mentioned on your behalf, if we do have a season, which I know you hope we don't have a football season because my Niners got your Seahawks number. And I know you don't want to see those two games next year. But if we do, the door is open. So um, I don't even know what this, you know.
3: that means. If we do,
2: the door is open.
3: Like, what? I've never yep, heard that That's like, right. if We do. The door, the
2: door is open for what? Like, are you? It's either well, it's a yes or no. Well, you know, um, we're gonna have to talk about that another time and date because yeah, time restrictions are running yeah. low. <laughs> <laughs> time <and> restrictions <laughs> are running low here, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, Will, uh, any <laughs> final thoughts that you got over here
0: today, my man? Oh no, I think me and JP are betting putting on two hundred dollars that Tom Brady does not come within the top five of MVP voting
2: oh, next year. Oh. Oh, J.P., you better look at what you want
1: to buy
2: for $200. Me and J.P., we're on the same
1: team right now. So. I'm I, I Will, I need top seven. I need top seven.
2: Top
3: yeah. seven? We, we, top, they top they top
1: don't even that much, man. Hey, top seven. tell you, man, he's trying, to, he's trying to get you, Will. Like, he's trying to
3: get you. Top seven. Next Come
1: on, like, you guys. do believe Next he's going to be like, I need top 11. Like, what? No, what? top oh. seven is pretty – that's less than a third of the league, man. He has to be upper echelon to make top seven. Uh, don't worry yeah, about don't
2: it, man. It's, it's going to be open, man. Packers ready, pissing off Aaron Rodgers by talking about that kid from Utah State. So, it ain't going to be what you think it is, brother. I'm, I, and Brady's going to have the most talent that he's ever had in his entire career, even more than the, the Moss year. So I'm, I know you're shaking in your boots over there in the Seattle, so any final thoughts you had to mention, whether my comment or your own?
3: No, man, I just, you know, I mean, we'll see. I mean, uh, what does the world come to that we're actually arguing about 43 year old athletes? Like, you know, it's like.
2: There's no such thing. It's just one. No one else can do it.
3: Yeah, you know, uh,
2: but you gotta let that go, son. You gotta let that Super Bowl L go, man. I know that's the only reason that's keeping you up at night and, and all this propaganda on Brady. You gotta let it go, man. I let it go. Patsy Mutt. Nah, he's the, he's the
1: the, they a, he's won the game.
2: He's the greatest.
3: And I, I don't even care about that loss. I mean, because he did his thing. He did his thing that game. That so he played he played well and he wasn't forty three back then. You know? Uh hey, he did his thing, man. But uh you need to let go of the 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 Mahomes situation. Mahomes did what I said he was gonna do because he's a real quarterback and you unfortunately Root for a team that does not have a real quarterback. You have a guy that gets nervous in the
1: pocket,
2: closes his eyes, throw duck. <laughs> You're a funny guy, son. You're a funny guy. Numbers, like you said, don't lie, right? Numbers speak for themselves. Just look up Jimmy G's numbers and tell me what you know. Tell me what you think about him after that. Unfortunately, he was handcuffed throughout a little bit of the portioning of the playoffs and the Super Bowl. That thing, those things happen, but. What you get out of that is progression. And, you know, I think progression will do him a big big service moving forward. Y'all, however, that, that old-ass, fake-ass-looking uh, rock band <laughs> member, Jerry Curl style that Russell Wilson got going on right now, old news, senior time's been over with and had. We're really worried about a little gadget guy like Tyler Lockett. And a guy who don't even know how to run a five-yard out, D.K. Metcalf, give me a break, man. I'm not y- Y'all's time is done with. Oh, but we got Greg Olson to save the day. Man, if y'all don't just pick up Jason Witten and join in and make two old-ass men at once, we ain't worried about you all Seattle, man. It, your time is over. Enjoy that Super Bowl that you had, and hopefully you won't be worried about it within the 20-year span or something like that, did you say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, here,
3: you know, I mean, it's easy to talk. I mean, I get it. You know, you you want When you ain't won a championship recently, you find any way to, you know, be happy. You're happy with your little division title. You went to the <laughs> Super Bowl short. And you know, we're going to see you guys next year. We're going to be healthy, and we're coming because one thing about the Seahawks is they will expose you if you're soft. And the 49ers are a soft
2: team. You know? So We'll see. <laughs> all right, all right. We're gonna see, ladies and gentlemen, man. So we're gonna add football talking to this one. I'm sure Willa put in a little bit of something like that in here, and maybe get some clicks and links I will be putting shares on Twitter and all that good stuff for the story we had right now. I want to thank Willa from the part of Texas that only has Taco Bell and something else I can't remember, but uh, and JP out there in God's country, uh, God's vacationing spot, I should say. And Seattle, thanks for joining us today. Uh, we are the Outsiders watching Podcast, and if we can get some stuff coming up before the weekend, we'll be rocking with y'all sooner than later. So um, it is Monday right now. Might have something Wednesday with we'll Willa hosting, but one thing's for certain: we are going to be looking for something to talk about. And um, you know, everybody, stay safe, stay home, all that good stuff. Let's get this. COVID-19 bullshit out the way so we can get back to normal life of living. I'm R.C. from the San Joaquin Valley in Central California speaking for Willa in the great state of Texas. J.P. SoCal, Seattle, Simon and the Pacific Northwest. And we are... Mom, I love you. Four, four, P.O.P. P.O.P.